Hey, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring in Seattle, and I haven't recorded in quite a long time. It is now December 29th, 2018, and I went to Florida to visit my father, who retired, and I went to Portland to visit uh, my boyfriend's family, and I went and visited my mom for the holidays. And now I want to share how I'm doing. I am still intermittent fasting, 16 to 18 hours a day. I don't eat. I drink coffee, tea, water, electrolytes. And basically I just get breakfast and eat lunch and dinner. And every once in a while I've had one meal in a day. And I'm continuing to get leaner and fitter and stronger. And I'm feeling more mentally stable. And I'm kind of following a semi-ketogenic diet. I eat a variety of of plant and animal products or products, uh, natural things uh, grown by planet Earth. And I don't eat sugar hardly at all or processed foods. And I'm fascinated by sauerkraut. I used to not like sauerkraut and now I love it. Uh, for some reason, because I'm a little bit obsessed with probiotics. And instead of taking uh, capsules in a bottle, which may or may not be effective and digested by the body, I try to get my good bacteria from real foods, from like fermented foods. And I used to drink kombucha every once in a while, but that's kind of high in sugar. And I'm on a really low sugar diet right now. Uh, low carb, low sugar, don't eat any grains. Mostly what I do eat is uh, sauerkraut, green olives, uh, raw whole fat cheese. Um, And I switched from whole fat, plain, unsweetened yogurt with probiotics. I switched from that to sour cream because it has uh, less sugar and carbs in it for some reason. I guess the portion size is smaller in sour cream from yogurt, but a lot of yogurt, plain, unsweetened, whole fat yogurt has like between eight and 22. It really varies. Some of the brands are only eight or nine uh, grams of carbs per serving, and some are up to 22 grams of carbs per serving along with sugar. And sour cream has hardly any sugar or carbs in it. It's mostly fat and a little bit of protein, and I'm eating a lot of uh, healthy fats right now in my diet, ironically getting healthier and leaner by eating more fat and also eating vegetables. So sauerkraut actually is a good source of vitamin C, and let's see, it's vitamin A, B, C, K, and vitamin U, which I don't even know what that is, and there's minerals in sauerkraut, iron, potassium, iodine, calcium, magnesium, manganese, sodium, and trace amounts of phosphorus, chlorine, cobalt, fluorine, silicon, boron, copper, zinc, sulfur, and selenium. And there's a bunch of different, at least four kinds of probiotics in sauerkraut. And they're finding uh, that there's a lot more uh, probiotics in sauerkraut. There's four main strains because I eat um, fermented cheese, fermented sour cream, and sauerkraut. I guess those are the main things I eat that are fermented. And every once in a while I have kombucha, but again, that's kind of high in sugar. I haven't been able to find a low sugar or no sh- I guess it's impossible to make kombucha with no sugar. So I don't drink that very often. 
it, let's see, it says that they, I'm reading this article on the makesauerkraut.com website, and it's pretty cool. I tried to make my own sauerkraut once because that's a lot cheaper than buying it, and I didn't do it right, and it tasted horrible, but I'll try again because apparently it's very easy to make if you do it correctly, but wow, there's like several... Um, several different kinds of good bacteria in sauerkraut. And another thing I do is I, I get different brands of sauerkraut because I know each, I've tried about three or four different kinds of sauerkraut and actually the grocery store in the United States called Trader Joe's, they have the best deal on fermented raw sauerkraut. You have to make sure if you get sauerkraut that you get the raw fermented kind. Some of it I think has vinegar or sugar, let's see, sugar or vinegar, I forgot what, but some of it, the real fermented kind will say raw fermented and you'll see that the liquid is cloudy and then you know it has the good bacteria. I also eat um, raw apple cider vinegar. For my salad dressing, I use unfiltered olive oil and raw apple cider vinegar because that also has good bacteria in it. And the good bacteria, if you keep that in your in your gut, it helps get rid of the bad bacteria because you want to have a balance of good and bad bacteria in your gut. And if you ever take antibiotics to help yourself heal from something, make sure that you replenish the good bacteria in your gut. And I know this is not medical advice. I'm just a regular person. Listen to whatever your doctor says, if you trust your doctor or find a good doctor you can trust. But personally, for me, I do believe in replenishing. I actually don't take antibiotics. I haven't taken them in a long time. In my lifetime, I've only taken antibiotics a few times, maybe only twice that I remember for sure for illnesses that I had. Um, but in general, it's good because there's antibiotics actually in a lot of the foods that we eat, especially if we eat meat that's not super organic and hormone-free and, and uh, pesticide, GMO-free, pesticide-free, hormone-free, etc. They put a lot of hormones in, in the meat and dairy products that we eat. And so it's, it's, you got to be careful to try to get as organic as possible with your, with your animal products and your plant products. And there's just so many weird chemicals in the foods that we eat these days. So I think it's good to, to keep eating uh, raw fermented foods whenever possible, as long as your stomach agrees with them. Whenever I eat sauerkraut, I feel fine. I eat sauerkraut and raw cheese, uh, and I find it easier to digest raw cheese than regular cheese, but also the raw unpasteurized cheese has more uh, enzymes and I think more good bacteria. I'm not sure about that, but I, I know that the good kind of cheese has the, the bacteria in it, and the cheaper cheese may or may not have any uh, beneficial bacteria, but I'm fascinated by the gut biome and I keep listening to all these nutrition videos by these different people in South Africa, Australia, in the United Kingdom, and there's some American ones as well, but I just have this fondness for listening to people from uh, I love the accents in Australia, as silly as it sounds. I love listening to people speak when they have an Australian or South African or English accent. And there's just a lot of nutrition people on uh, YouTube channels that I follow, like Low Carb Down Under, and I forgot the names of J Dr. Jason Fung from Canada, Dr. Eric Berg from the United States, uh, Dr. Let's see, Tim, wait, Professor Noakes from South Africa. 
and Dr. David Perlmutter from the United States. These are some of the people I've been following. And there's a woman named Zoe. She's from England. I forgot her last name. But there's lots of really intelligent, interesting people, dietitians, nutritionists, as well as medical doctors and naturopathic doctors, functional medicine doctors. I'm just really obsessed to the point where I almost want to go back to school and study nutrition. But I don't think I'll do that because I'm not really sciencey enough to fully like get a degree in nutrition. I also don't think I could follow the mainstream rules about nutrition. So I kind of use my own body as a science lab. I've recently had a blood test and I've recently had a a stool sample test. And so I go to the doctor and get checkups. I'm going to go to the dentist soon. So I definitely keep up to date on my dental and my eye doctor exam and my Thankfully, I have insurance that covers the basics. I'm really grateful for that, and I'm doing really well, and I'm exercising every day. I go for walks. I guess my passion is health and nutrition and fitness and mental health as well as you know, the body and the mind are connected, and I listen to Eckhart Tolle, and I meditate, and so these are some of my passions. I'm an artist and an art model for a living. I guess I'm just learning, like, what makes me tick. You know, I'm 50 years old, and people say my skin is amazing, and a part of that is my DNA, because my mom and dad are also aging very well, but I know part of it is my lifestyle. Like, I don't drink any alcohol. I've never liked to drink. I don't smoke. I never have smoked marijuana or or tobacco or any kind of smoking of anything. I just don't like smoking at all, never have, and uh, thankfully have never gotten addicted to to smoking or drinking. I really don't like alcohol. I, I don't think I could become addicted if I tried. I just can't stand the way alcohol makes me feel, even just one drink. So I just don't drink. So I know that's good for your skin, and I don't eat hardly any sugar. I used to eat actually a lot of sugar. I used to eat like pizza and ice cream and peanut M&Ms and which, you know, tastes delicious. But um, now I have ice cream every once in a while. But even when I eat ice cream, I try to get the kind like real ice cream that's just made with like egg yolks and cream and sugar and milk and real chocolate, real vanilla, you know, like old fashioned, natural, organic style, like the kind of ice cream they would make in the 1800s, which tastes really good and doesn't have as much fake stuff in it, like vegetable oil. I avoid processed vegetable oils. And mostly what I do eat is meat and vegetables. And I try to get pastured, pasture, uh, grass fed and finished meat. And I eat like pork, uh, beef, well, venison, I'm going to try. I haven't tried that. Actually, I feed my cat raw meat, actually a special raw meat cat diet. And he gets venison, pork, chicken, turkey, beef, lamb, uh, sardines, salmon. He gets all that kind of meat and it's ground up and frozen with bones and organ meats. I'm also going to start eating liver myself. I've only had liver once, but you got to make sure if you're going to eat liver, make sure it's from a healthy animal. Uh, but the liver apparently has tons and tons and tons of vitamins and minerals in it in an amazing amount. And so there's a health food store that I go to where I can get some liver and make sure it's frozen for at least two weeks before you eat it because if there's any parasites, apparently that will kill the parasites. But um, that's what somebody told me online. But what I was going to say was I'm just really fascinated by nutrition and basically eat real food is, you know, whether you're a vegan, a vegetarian, an omnivore or a carnivore, 
my advice and the advice of people that I listen to online that seem really intelligent, like dietitians, nutritionists, and medical doctors and naturopaths, they all say basically the rule of thumb is to eat real food, meaning uh, instead of processed foods and refined carbohydrates and things made in a box, basically it's just common sense to eat real fruit, real vegetables, uh, real, although fruit these days actually is hybridized to be really, really high in sugar. I've noticed if you go to someone's apple farm and you eat like a wild apple that's not mass produced for the market, it's a lot less sweet than apples that you get at the grocery store. So try to find fruit that's like more natural and uh, in its natural state, organic, etc., grown on a small farm, tastes kind of different than the stuff you get in the grocery store, which is extra, extra sweet. So I've limited my fruit intake. I love fruit, but it's pretty high in sugar, and I'm trying to like make sure to keep my blood sugar and my insulin levels as low as possible, but not too low. Uh, I don't have diabetes, but I never want to become diabetic. They say up to 60% of Americans at this point are pre-diabetic, and a lot of people don't even know it. Because for years and years and years, you could have blood sugar test and it could show up as healthy and normal, but your insulin levels might be really high. And unless you get a fasting insulin test, which most people don't do, and in fact, my doctor told me I can't really get one of those. It's not like a normal test. So I have to investigate if I really want to know what my insulin levels are doing. I have no symptoms and no reason to believe that my insulin is too high, but I've eaten a lot of carbs and sugar throughout my lifetime, ate a lot of fruit as a little kid and a lot of pizza and ice cream and carbs. And I was a breadaholic. Uh, six years ago, I stopped eating bread and all wheat products because I had a thyroid issue. And my thyroid issue, they took me off the medication, six months off of wheat. And I felt so good. I lost like 30 pounds without much effort, uh, a little bit of effort, but not too much effort. I just ate more vegetables and cut out all grains, all bread and because I was a breadaholic, I, I ate bread every day and I kept thinking whether it was whole grain, stone ground, natural mm. bread, or just, you know, white flour, you know, pizza um, and bagels and stuff. But I mostly ate, you know, like organic bread, but I was just addicted to bread and I always felt hungry and I could never get enough bread. And I still miss bread. When I smell it, I drool, you know, like rosemary bread and olive bread with butter, avocado, um, but I don't really miss bread that much because I feel so much better not eating it. And I can eat so many other things. So I cut out rice, oats, and wheat from my diet and I feel much better. But instead, and people say, well, what do you eat if you don't eat grain? Well, I eat vegetables. I eat lots and lots of vegetables. I eat uh, arugula, spinach, kale, uh, any kind of leafy green I could find, and I like to saute it in olive oil or butter or coconut oil or avocado oil. Uh, I eat chard and spinach. I eat broccoli, cauliflower, uh, green beans, carrots, mushrooms, onions, garlic. Um, I eat occasional, like half a banana in my smoothie. I used to eat smoothies almost every day, but they really are pretty high in sugar. So I'm taking a break from eating a lot of smoothies. And so I basically eat um, meat. I eat wild salmon. I eat uh, grass-fed butter, grass-fed cheese, grass-fed pastured meat. I go to the farmer's market and I get pastured eggs and I actually found a grocery store on Whidbey Island who near where I live um, who sells. Um, it's only a little bit more 
I think it's only like $6 per dozen, which, yeah, is kind of a lot compared to really cheap eggs. But I just, I would rather eat a few high-quality pastured eggs. You can taste the difference than cheap eggs. You know, chickens are treated horribly. Um, so it's the welfare of the animals, but also just the health and the nutritional value. And so I get pastured eggs, and you can you can see the difference. I also get duck eggs sometimes, which I love the taste of, from the farmer's market here in Seattle. And it's worth the extra price. I Less is more, basically. Now that I'm fasting uh, 16 to 18 hours a day, I only eat like two meals a day. And I eat really high-quality foods like pastured uh, meat and dairy products and organic vegetables. And I also go to the food bank sometimes if I want to stretch my budget even farther. But I'm doing fine. And just eating really, really healthy food is really important to me. Food is medicine is what I believe. And so I guess I would never want to officially study nutrition and get a degree in it because I think there's some rules I would have to follow. And the mainstream eating pyramid food guideline I don't agree with. So I'm more in the high healthy fat, low carb, almost no sugar. Basically, the best kind of carbs are from vegetables and some fruits. And I don't really think people really need to eat a lot of grains and they still recommend people eat grains and they tell diabetic people to eat plenty of whole grains which is sad because they've done studies on blood sugar where if you eat whole grain bread or white bread it pretty much raises your your blood sugar as much as eating a candy bar and even eating a banana raises your blood sugar as much as a candy bar maybe even more depending on the person so eating a lot of whole grains or rice it can really raise your blood sugar if you're diabetic especially or pre-diabetic. And if you're hypoglycemic and you eat a lot of carbs, your blood sugar is probably going to go up and down, up and down, up and down. And to stabilize your blood sugar, a lot of times if you eat healthy fats, avoid refined vegetable oils. But when I say healthy fats, I mean things like nuts and seeds and like dry roasted and raw nuts and seeds, not roasted in cheap vegetable oils, but um, and eating uh, unrefined, unfiltered olive oil, extra virgin, unrefined olive oil, um, hazelnuts, macadamia nuts, almonds, walnuts, pecans, sunflower seeds, you know, different kinds of nuts depending on how your body responds. I'm, I don't have any food allergies, thankfully, except I think wheat is really bad for my body because my thyroid got better when I stopped eating wheat. And I don't know if it was specifically wheat or if it was just high carb grains in general. I just feel so much better mentally and physically without grain in my diet. So just rambling on about nutrition. So thank you for listening. So I'm just fascinated by nutrition. I would consider nutrition my hobby. I'm an artist and a model. I've been trained in design and art my whole life. My mom's an artist and my dad's really into music and comedy. And so I was sort of educated about that. And I grew up in an artistic family, only child of divorced parents. And um, basically nutrition, I'm just fascinated by the biochemistry of nutrition for mental health as well as physical health and kind of using my own body as a science lab. Uh, I've lost 20 pounds recently or 22 pounds and I would like to lose another 20, 20 more, but I'm not really sure. I don't really care how much I weigh. I just want to be lean and fit and strong as I get older. And my dad inspires me. He's 74 and he's extremely fit and trim, pretty much as fit as Mick Jagger, quite literally. My dad works out and he's 
just super, super fit, has no, no gut, no bloated belly. He's very lean and strong. And I don't know, maybe my dad's almost too lean, but because <laughs> he's afraid of eating fat. So he eats pretty low fat, but I'm trying to get him to eat more healthy fats. Um, but I, I believe in eating whole eggs and not just egg whites. And a lot of vitamins and minerals are fat soluble. So if you eat healthy fats like olive oil or avocado, if you're vegan or you know, a whole pastured egg, your body will absorb the, the protein and the vitamins and minerals in the egg white, although egg white is mostly protein, I guess. Vitamins and minerals are in the egg and choline or something like that is in the egg yolk. So there's a lot of nutrients if you eat a whole egg the way nature made it. You know, the way nature made fat in meat, like it's just so artificial to remove the fat from our dairy products and that increases the sugar, the lactose proportion. So it's better to eat. You absorb the nutrients better if there's whole fat and there's essential fatty acids in fat. We are told that fat is bad for us, but there's a lot of nutrients actually in healthy fat, not in unhealthy refined fats like hydrogenated oil and weird refined vegetable oils that and margarine and stuff like that, but like real grass-fed butter and real whole dairy products from organic um, milk that is not full of hormones and pesticides and GMO, etc. So smaller farm um, animals and what was I going to say? If, if you're a vegan, again, like avocado and nuts and olive oil and stuff like that. And also whole olives. I love black olives and I like jalapeno pepper, garlic stuffed green olives. That's got good fat in it. And just whole, basically natural fat that's found in healthy plants and animals. So basically plant sources and animal sources for the healthy fats. So basically processed foods could include, you know, things in boxes like cookies and crackers and cakes, as well as refined vegetable oils. So be careful what kind of oil you eat. And that's what I'm saying. So I don't know. I'm following this advice and I'm feeling better and uh, recently had a blood test and that turned out well. So thank you for listening. I'm really passionate about nutrition. So my name is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kring here in Seattle. Whoever's listening, thank you for listening. And my website is shannonkringen.com or just Google me and find me on bunch of social media websites like Instagram and Flickr and Facebook and Twitter and uh, LinkedIn and Pinterest and I have my own website, shannonkringen.com. And I'm just all over the internet. I love to share. I have a lot of photography, been volunteering in nature and enjoying plants and animals, love nature. And I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to go for my creative writing group today. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.